Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today we're sitting down with Ava Lee from Glow with Ava, talking all things skincare, TikTok, and how to get jello skin. Check it out. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm so excited to be sitting down with Ava Lee. She is the content creator behind Glow with Ava. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi guys, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I've been following you for a long time now, and I love all of your skincare tips. How did you get into skincare? Like what sparked your interest? Like what was that journey? I think my beginning to skincare was probably a little different from a lot of you guys here. It's partially because I just was born in Korea, grew up there. But also another fact is that I was born in Korea. Both my parents are Korean, but I grew up in China. Oh, wow. So I would go to Korea like twice a year for every break. And that was like my time to really like get into all the skincare beauty world of Korea. And I think it was like the best skincare, insane. right? Insane. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, even now there are, I think more like beauty stores than convenience, like 7-Eleven <laughs> in Korea. So it's like on every block. And of course, as like a young kid going to Korea was like my favorite time of the year. And maybe the scarcity factor played into it because I'm not living in Korea. So like whenever I get to go twice a year, it was like when I'm like going all out and it's like so fascinated by all the cute products and everything. So I think like I've always had some kind of obsession that was forced by the scarcity factor mm-hmm. in a way. And even right now I'm living in New York and I go to Korea once a year and every time I go to Korea it's like this huge FOMO factor plays in (laughs) as if I'm never going to go back to Korea Mm -hmm. and I just like have to buy everything I have to eat everything there Um, but yeah so like that's just been kind of like my journey where my obsession with skincare began did you always know that you wanted to get into skincare never like not (laughs) even the blink of a second thought I would be in this industry so it was like just a passion of yours from an early age but how did you make it into your career I don't think it was even a passion for me I just thought everyone around me was like this because oh. everyone in <laughs> Korea and like in Asia are like more beauty obsessed than I feel like the western world mm-hmm. and it's just around it's not even like you're obsessed with it. it's just like kind of like the culture culture. um so that's why I never even thought to think this would be a career path for me and you know my my dad's a businessman too and I think just like the classic route that my parents thought I was going to go into was business so I majored in finance and political science went into investment banking and the hedge fund world after college and I thought that was this is it. I'm going to do banking, hedge fund, private equity, business yeah. school, go back to finance, retire in finance. That was the career trajectory that was like set up for me. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of out of the blue, I was like, you know what? This there, there, there might be something here. And I think when you're really passionate about something and you put in the work, I think that's when the fireworks start. So when did you like start making videos or content around skincare? About four years ago, I think I was still in finance. I was in a, um, my last job, which was a healthcare private equity fund. And there um, was, it was very healthcare focused. So I got to see a lot of the healthcare companies. And with that, everyone in the company were, were 
by nature very health focused mm-hmm. too that's also my job where i found that i had ibs so i was really focusing on gut health mm-hmm. and changing certain things about my lifestyle and i realized you know what it's by changing certain things in my lifestyle was where I started to see more changes in my skin as well. So it wasn't just the skincare products, mm-hmm. but a whole lifestyle change that I started to implement and not treating my body like a trash bag, like yeah. I did in my early 20s. <laughs> yeah, we all did. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was what really motivated me to take more of a holistic approach. And I wanted to tell more about that to the world. So that's when I kind of started a little posting a little bit but even back then it was very much more like skincare k-beauty focused just Mm -hmm. showing people what i have in my my bathroom shelf and kind of spiral from there so what like was the catalyst that kind of made it that like kind of made you think like hey oh my god like this can actually be like a career for me um so when i was in finance um i i like my job enough I never really thought I was going to leave but when I saw that once I started posting like random pictures of my routine on Instagram and there was demand for it I was like wait I can tell this to a much larger audience and Mm. now we live in a digital world where I'm not just speaking to my friends like I was 10 years ago Mm -hmm. I can reach a global audience Mm -hmm. with this kind of knowledge Um, but I really still then I didn't think an influencer career was for me and I didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, you know what? I don't think I can be in finance for the rest of my life. And that's when I thought I wanted to switch to the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really hard to switch careers. Yeah. From a and those are really very different completely careers. Different. It wasn't like I was going to change into consulting or something. Yeah. It was completely different. So I thought okay, well, I need to go to business school, obviously, because that's what a lot of people were doing from like finance to an SLR company. So then I started applying to business school. Mm -hmm. And in your business school applications, you have to be very specific about like what you want to do. And I wrote in my applications, hey, I want to be the global marketing director for Amore Pacific or an SD Lauder Mm -hmm. um, in the future. So as I was applying, um, I think like I was kind of like getting gifted by Amore Pacific, one of the like top Korean skincare brands. Mm-hmm. And by that nature, I was doing really good like um, content for them. They love me. And I mentioned like, hey, like I want to work here in the future. So then I got a job <laughs> at Amore Pacific while I was applying for business school. Oh, wow. So then I realized I don't need to spend 300K yep. to go to business school. Um, and But then I realized... Um, I actually don't really want to work at the company right now either because I couldn't do my my glow with Ava stuff then. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? Just give me three to six months. Um, I'll just try to focus all in on my account and see where it goes. If it doesn't work out in like six months, then I'll always go back to finance or go back to, you know, like another beauty job. Mm-hmm. That's why it did. then six months turned into a year, year turned into two years. And now here I am. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's such a great story. And I feel like that too. Like I started the business with my husband, Kyle. Who's mm-hmm. right um, he went to business school, but I didn't. Yeah. And I'm always like, should I, do I need to go to business school? Do I not? And I was like, I feel like by doing this, I'm like learning a lot just by, you know, the yeah. everyday of running a business that these are things that you might not get like going to business school. You know? I think so too. I think that they like, can't teach you. Of course. I have a lot of friends who went yeah. to business school and you know, it's, it's each their own. Some people really value business school because you get a lot of connections, the Great connections. network, yeah. but in terms of like real business, like on the day, I think like you really learn it by just 
getting dive, diving deep in and learning every day on the job. And I also think it's a great place if you don't know like exactly what you want to do, yeah. but you know mm-hmm. that you want to make like a switch or you know you want to like go into exactly. some sort of business. It's a great way to like explore and like have really great you know, access to different opportunities. But mm-hmm. since you already like kind of knew exactly what you're doing, I yeah. feel like why not just go for it? No, exactly. And then if I had gone to business school, <laughs> it would have been, I would have started um, in 2020. Yeah. So that was- Oh my God, the pandemic. During and the pandemic. Like I can't even get the most out of business school because if I did go, I would have wanted to go to Asia and go all the- Well, yeah, all they the do world. is like go travel the world yeah. and like have a happy hour. Like I was like, what are you doing? This is cool. So I wouldn't, I really <laughs> wouldn't have been able to get any of that experience. So I think like everything works out for a reason that's my life motto yeah kind of like take a deep breath and go with the flow <laughs> yeah totally and when one door closes that's just like opportunity for another exactly door opening so what is like what are your favorite parts about your job and like what inspires you to create and constantly have like new ideas and new content because i know it can be really hard and demanding to like always yeah. be producing right yeah it is demanding and sometimes like i just don't have I feel like I don't have a social life sometimes, yeah. but I still do so much. I'm still like going out, going to all the events. Um, but I think my main inspiration is just like, I feel like I was like, in a way, like born to do this. Like I love doing what I do so much that it doesn't feel that tiring in a sense, because I just feel like there's so much content to do. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. post like 10 times a day. 10 times a day? I, I could if oh, I had the bandwidth. Like, oh my God. Because there's so much information that I can spread mm-hmm. um so i think that's what motivates me every day and so what are some of like your favorite like skincare products and brands like you're d- using right now i think for me right now i went to mexico last month and i had like a big rosacea flare-up from being like i swear the sun in mexico is so, so strong. much stronger yeah because i've never gotten this even in miami or anywhere else and i was wearing a lot of sunscreen but the sun there is different i even burned my scalp like oh, which i've never yeah that happened that to me in mexico too yeah mm-hmm. So no, it's the next time I go to Mexico. But because of that, I had to really treat like my skin with gentle, gentle, gentle products with the rosacea flare-up. So I was only using, like I stayed off of vitamin C and retinol for three weeks mm-hmm. um, and only used like very calm, like Sika, uh, Madecasol products in my routine. And I think last week was when I finally cured some other rosacea so i'm going back to testing new products and that comes with a job where i'm constantly having to test a lot of products which sometimes is hard for sensitive skin like myself mm-hmm. is it hard to like have like a skincare routine if you're always testing new stuff yeah it is but i think like i've gotten my system down where it's not like one day i'm like testing everything new kind of like every other day I switch in one thing for the other and like just I think this the biggest thing about this skincare journey is really no learning your skin so everyone's skin is different it's Mm -hmm. such a cliche at this point but truly like just because I tell you that this is what I'm using does not mean that you can just follow the entire thing and expect the same exact results and that's what I try to tell my followers all the time like I know I am an influencer. I know I'm here to tell you guys what products are good, but at the same time, like I'm different from you. So don't follow my advice to the very like, yeah. Core. So what are some of your skincare do's and don'ts? 
Mine is sunscreen every day, and I, I'm like the sunscreen cop online. <laughs> I know that point. was that was actually such a hard thing for me to start doing because yeah. I I love being tan. Yeah, yeah. But as I'm getting older, I've noticed like oh, when I wear sunscreen consistently, like my skin looks a lot better. It looks better. I know. Yeah. So there's like other like I mean makeup. Bronzer. Yeah, Use I'm a like lot bronzer. Of bronzer. Yeah. yeah, it's the best. But I actually have a very late start into my skincare journey. I mm-hmm. guess um, I didn't wear sunscreen until age 25, like religiously, which is very Me very 30. odd. <laughs> yeah, I know. Am I too so late? It's never too late, yeah. and you can be like 50 years old, but like wearing sunscreen can really change everything. Mm-hmm. And like I'm primate. I was, my skin was so dark. You wouldn't notice, like recognize me. Like when really? I was 23, 24, I was so, so dark. Your skin looks amazing. But yeah, yeah. so that's like, it never is too late mm-hmm. to start wearing sunscreen mm-hmm. and reapplying sunscreen, especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. So th- that's like my big skincare do. do. Another one is to hydrate all the time. So like I'm carrying a mist all the time because I have pretty dry skin. Mm-hmm. So just making sure my skin moisture barrier isn't like just depleted. Right. Yeah. So drinking a lot of water too. That's funny. I don't drink water. You don't drink water? I don't drink. I hate I'm like the worst skin for influencer. Oh my I god, so what do you do? Water. I'll drink tea. I drink mm. like my matcha lattes. And but doesn't teas. that dehydrate isn't that dehydrating? The matcha is okay. Like coffee can dehydrate. So I try not to drink too much coffee, like maybe it's like twice a week. Mm-hmm. But I drink a lot of tea and okay. like healthy juices. But water I will not drink unless there's like some kind of powder or something there has to be some taste yeah yeah totally um and i've seen you feature your mom a lot on your Mm -hmm. page which i love and i think it's so cute and she looks incredible i know and i see that you guys make like sometimes like some recipes that also help like your skin so it's also about like what you're eating too right yeah absolutely i think like my mom is like my ultimate inspiration you know sometimes i don't eat like the healthiest despite what you see online Mm -hmm. you know we're we're all human i love sugar and talk about this all the time like sugar is my biggest enemy because i just can't give it up but at the same time like balance it out with some other healthier like either a green smoothie or bone broth but my mom taught me like it's all about balance but truly what you eat will reflect on your skin so she's always making like healthy recipes and i swear like i think i got like ibs after leaving my mom for college yeah probably (laughs) like all this like chicken nuggets when i came to the u.s because like growing up in asia she was always making me like the healthiest like good recipes Mm -hmm. and some of her favorites like bone broth like she would make me gulp that down at 6 a.m like every morning and Mm -hmm. growing up i was like why are you making me do this Mm -hmm. but now i'm like i should have had more yeah and i think in like asian culture like my mom whenever she's in town she's always like oh make eat this it's gonna give you like a lot of collagen yeah this or that so it's like cool to bring some of that like Mm -hmm. eastern like mentality on like what you eat actually like affects like your skin and how you look too yeah that's like my goal hey everyone olivia here hope you're enjoying our episode our clear-cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind Our collection is ever-changing and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase. How do you handle, like, putting yourself out there online? Like, I know there's so much, you know, even, like... 
people no matter what are going to find something negative to say like how do you deal with like haters or trolls like online do you deal with them at all do you have them i do i mean on tiktok like it just feels <laughs> it's crazy like people don't know who you are and you just come up on their page and they just have something to say and what i like in the beginning it was hard because like in 2020 when i started tiktok was when I was like, what? Like, and that was also when I was getting some racist um, yeah. comments too with COVID related things. Oh, yeah. And at yeah, the end how of do you the deal day, with that? It was so hard because I'm not used to like putting myself out in the internet that much. But I've, I've, I've come a long way. But I think like a hurtful comment like still hurts. Like, it's not like you get used to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it still hurts. But I think what you have to do is like doing a mentality switch where people who are commenting like this first of all they're helping your engagement so thank you for i know that. that's uh-huh. like the sick part of it all yeah. right and then the second part is you know you're doing something you love but you know if someone really is coming to your page to leave a hateful comment they're probably coming from a negative place in, on their own and you know just feel a little bit more compassion so give back with more love more content in that yeah. way so i think that's like my approach to doing things um and trying to make sure it doesn't really get to you and just focus on like why you started mm-hmm. and that you're so, i'm just so grateful that i can do this and like all the content that i'm putting out for the most part is just free content the fact that i can somehow monetize free content that i'm putting out on the internet is insane yeah in this world it is so crazy and i feel like tiktok like has helped that a lot like instagram I think, you know, in the beginning when we started, like that was like the only thing. But now TikTok, I feel like you can be so much freer with like what content you're trying and like you can go viral a lot Mm -hmm. easier. It's just like the new frontier, I personally think. It is. It's so fun. It's like my new favorite. I know. I like when I started TikTok, I mean, I've been on Instagram, but it was, I'm not a very aesthetic person. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't take photos. I can't do like the aesthetic things. Mm hmm. Um, which is why I think Instagram is a little harder for me. But with the TikTok coming on, I was like, you can look the most like you wake up and film a TikTok and like you're and that's like, relatable you know, and people yeah, like love that. But I, I like thought you always had to look poised and dress and everything. But when TikTok came, I was like, this is my platform. Mm-hmm. I can just be whoever I want and people will appreciate me for that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I know there are probably like so many like girls and women out there that, you know, are working in finance or in a job that they're like, okay, this is like kind of what I do, but I have this passion on the side, but are scared to, you know, make that first video or put themselves out there. Like what advice would you give to someone who is a little hesitant to, you know, start making content and receiving like feedback? You know, um, when I was when I first started my Instagram account, it was when I was still at my private equity job, and I was terrified mm-hmm. that anyone would ever find my account. So I didn't even post my face for a while. I would just post products, and then you, ha- I got got a little bit more comfortable of doing that. But from even from that, it's like I think every single person has something to share. You know, just because you follow certain influencers and you think like oh, she has a perfect skin. That's why she can post about it. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of skin type you are or like what kind of food or fitness, anything. If there's something that you like and do, you know, very regularly, post about that and you can make a niche out of that and then branch out. So it just don't set yourself up to such a high expectation because truly like anyone has a voice on the internet these days, especially. Yeah, these days, especially. I feel like when... 
like back in the day in like 2009 2010 when it was like all the fashion bloggers like yeah. on the actual blogs would be like oh like they're so cool but they could only like i i could never do this because like i don't have like enough money i'm in college to like buy all these yeah. nice clothes or whatever mm-hmm. but now like with tiktok and everything like you can do whatever you want yeah you know? now it's like mm-hmm. to the point where like you know a ten dollar shirt yeah. from amazon like those are the ones that are trending those are my and, like, favorites and i always say that, that's always what gets me to buy like a medium like i don't need this shirt but i'm gonna buy it yeah exactly. <laughs> that's me it's like my amazon card is like crying yeah. <laughs> um Amazing. So I kind of wanted to switch gears just a little bit to play and talk a little bit about jewelry and diamonds because we mm-hmm. are a diamond company. Yeah. Um, you recently got married, right? Congratulations. Thank you. Your ring is beautiful. Thanks. So we're going to play a little diamond game. Um, we have three different style engagement uh-huh. rings and I... Just want you to give your opinion, rate them on your personal, like if you were to get, you know, another ring or if this was, if you were shopping like from scratch again, like how would you rate it? Ooh, okay. Okay. So the first one is a cushion cut. This is a 7.2 carat cushion cut. 7.2? Yes. Oh my God. We're going a little big with these. Um, It's set with north, south, east, west. So compass prongs, a pave band and a hidden halo. Oh my goodness, this is so big. It's like blinding. Can I put it on? <gasps> How can one like even walk around with this? Um but you know what? With confidence. It and is turn it around when you go on the sofa. <laughs> I actually really like this detail, especially like around here. The There's hidden like, halo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never seen a hidden halo. And once again, I don't really know anything about they're very rings popular as now much. because you're basically just decorating like that structural part of the basket. Yeah. Oh, I can see why it's popular. <laughs> it's blinding. I personally like this one, but I don't love cushion cuts like i don't like the square i still like the rounder mm-hmm. shape a little bit more or even oval but in terms of the idea and the design it's great um so i think i would rate this like i don't know 7.5 out of 10 okay perfect the next one is an oval uh this one is five carat oval and it's set in a very trendy platinum bezel setting bezel setting okay Oh, oh my gosh. It's a little different, a little modern. It's, it's very modern. This reminds me of like a modern like furniture setting yes. as well. This is more, the cushion goes is like very classic, timeless. But this is a little one more is, feminine. This is a little more like. Yeah, it's definitely not for me. Yeah. <laughs> not for me. And I think I, for me, I really want more jewels around it. That's mm-hmm. like my style. And I think like this, um, the what do you call it? The bezel is that what it's called mm-hmm. i would rather have it like non-existent or with other jewels so it's not my style so what would you rate it uh five out of ten okay that's still fair okay that's better than i thought okay <laughs> but because i think there's an audience for that oh yeah totally not for me but this is this is your opinion oh my opinion yeah. okay before okay <laughs> <laughs> um the next one is a round brilliant diamond this is five carat round set with tapered baguettes Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. You know, this is my kind of ring. <laughs> I just mentioned I love round rings. Mm-hmm. This is five carat. Ooh, yeah. I kind of like this, how it's like bumping up with, with the this. side stones. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen something like this either. Um, This is perfect. This is, this is absolutely, you know, the TikTok song. It's like, this is perfect. Perfect. Per- yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, 
this is perfect. I would say maybe a little bit more of like what do the you call pave it? diamonds? Yeah, on the I just like a little bit on the side would make it even more perfect. But in terms of the stone, that's I want this on my ring. I should send this to my husband. Okay, we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So it's nine point eight. Nine point eight out of ten. Perfect. Yeah. Do you have any like special pieces of jewelry that have like an extra sentimental like meaning to them? I actually don't really. You know, I mean. I don't. I haven't received anything yet, but I do know that my um, grandma, my dad's mom, uh, she passed uh, almost like ten years ago now. But she was my favorite person. But I think when I was young, like even like two years old, she had this big sapphire ring, um, sapphire, and then like with like diamonds around it. Um, and I think even when I was like two, three years old, I was like, "That's mine. That's mine." <laughs> So I think she promised me that she would give it to me, like inherit it down um, mm -hmm. whenever she passes. So currently my grandpa has it, but he told me like later on, it's for sure mine. So I think that would be like the one piece of jewelry that I will like never, ever get rid of. Just like it's like our family, like Sapphire Stone. Oh my God, that's so sweet. I love like that extra like special meaning and passing down jewelry. Yeah, because I claimed it since I was a baby. Yeah, <laughs> I claimed my engagement ring when I was a child too. Love so. That. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what, what are your future plans for Glow with Ava? Like, what's your next, like, five, ten-year plan? Your hopes Ooh, and aspirations. Five, ten-year plan, you know? Everyone asks me if I'm going to start a new company or skincare brand. I don't think, um, that's my plan right now. I just think the skincare market is so saturated. There's too many. Every celebrity is launching a new skincare brand. Um, so I don't think, like, I'm... I should be there to launch another skincare brand. But I think if I do anything, it wouldn't be skincare related, but it would be more like uh, still part of the Jello skin like philosophy. Oh, can and, you explain you know, what the Jello skin philosophy oh, is yeah. for everyone who doesn't know? So Jello skin is something that was inspired by my mom and our family and like just like the Jello skin ritual of how you get, you know, it started because my cheeks are very full of collagen apparently when people touch it it gives you like a very like bouncy jello like um texture and to do that it's not just about the skincare products but it really is going back to what we said the food you eat the lifestyle the facial massages because you have like you know thousands of facial muscles in your face and they're meant to be moved so i think with like all the facial massages that i do at home with my tools my fingers is that like a gua sha yeah or? i can use gua sha you can use your fingers too or even like more high-tech devices all of the above have you used the like new face does that work yes. i've heard mixed you reviews have, new face does not work if you're not consistent like mm. doing it once a week is not really going to do anything you, especially in the beginning you got to be really consistent and i think that's the hardest part for most people to get used to um so yeah all the beauty devices so do you use do facial massages every day for the most part kind of <laughs> and i also get pretty puffy so when i get puffy in the morning i do like my little massages even if it's for like 30 seconds to a minute like some form of exercise i think helps and we can learn those on your page yes because i need to learn what i yes, need to exactly. do exactly <laughs> even like something simple as like facial yoga helps too so like what is facial yoga facial yoga is just like you need to stretch your face out too so even if you're like working on your computer or like this you can just do like it's like the vowels so huh. a e i o u you kind of like do this exaggeratedly a e i o u and that just like 
like stretches certain muscles out and that's not going to give you wrinkles no 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 at all i feel like i've always been told like you have to like freeze your face like with botox so like you don't i talked to um like one of the most like celebrated uh facialists in la who does like kim kardashian's Mm -hmm. um like facials as well and he was like that is absolutely not true like that's what you freeze it with Botox, but your facial muscles, they're meant to be moved to give more circulation. And that's how you kind of like prevent the like stiffness and loss of elasticity. Oh man, I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh more. I gotta I gotta do my facial massages. Okay, so jello skin, you gotta move your face and massage it. And mm-hmm. it's about what are like some foods that are really great for your skin? Um, you know, like I love black sesame powder. That's just something I like obsessed growing up. Black sesame, and powder. it's really good for you know hair graying as well, hair growth, hair thinning. It's really good. So I have that every single day. How do you eat that? Um, I buy powder and I just put it in my yogurt. I had it like before I came here too. Oh, wow. Like put it in your smoothie, anything, even your water smoothies. Um, another thing is like dates. I love dates. Matcha, really good for the antioxidants. Any kind of green tea over caffeine. Um, just any kind of antioxidants that you can get in your body. I think it's helpful. Natural collagen and food. So that's why, like, you know, our parents are always like, you know, like put in, eat like the chicken feed and dim sum, yeah. you know, like the skin, the pinky mm. dice skin. Like, that's all so full of collagen too. So natural, like oysters eggs they all salmon omega-3s mm-hmm. so any food that can actually just aid in the natural like collagen intake is very helpful so and then i love my beauty powders too so what are beauty powders just a kind of like black sesame powder like cacao powder like just like um, powders that naturally have a lot of the antioxidants the vitamin c the vitamin d e anything that you can naturally so you would go like skin. straight for the ingredient instead of going and buying like a, a special like powder that's like no i do i do but i mix like all kinds of um, powders and make it into like my own mm-hmm. i wish there was like a way to like have it in one instead of me buying like bolts of all that should everything. be your next business i know i want to that's you to. got it you found your niche that's exactly it because I, like, I don't see it I'm no it's like concocting my own in my kitchen you gotta start putting that in bags and selling it i know i've have, i've had so many followers like ask me what i'm like because i would buy it i'd be like tell me your secrets yeah, i will literally elixir. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i know maybe that's the next thing well that's the next thing yeah (laughs) awesome um where can we follow you um get find out um all the amazing yeah find out how to get jello skin and keep up to date with all the k-beauty well you can find me at glow with ava across instagram tiktok and youtube for all the jello skin tips same handle amazing thank Thank you you so much thank you That was such a fun and informative conversation. I love learning all about skincare. What are your favorite skincare rituals? Let us know.